0: Book The Four Agreements is one that I've identified as one of the most impactful books that I've ever read. The agreements themselves are deceptively simple and yet incredibly profound. I've already had one solo episode where I unpack these principles in episode number 205. Today, what I wanted to do is share some quick thoughts on one of the four agreements, which is don't make assumptions. Here's what the author, Don Miguel Ruiz, writes as a description of this point. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. If you're excited about making this transformation, listen on. and hands-on experiences, you'll gain insights that can help you in whatever it is that you do in life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's episode. Don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, And drama. I think about the words that Ruiz uses there misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. And I want to give a few examples of how we all frequently make assumptions that can lead to greater misunderstandings or drama. And I'll start with something really simple. Recently, I was trying to remember the name of somebody, and I asked the person I was with, Hey, what was the name of that guy? You remember? And The person I was with said, oh, he doesn't live here anymore. Now, my question was, what was their name, right? And the answer didn't answer that. This assumption that was made that I was looking for something else or something more than what I asked, this assumption seems innocuous enough, and it probably is in that particular case, of course, but it's indicative of someone listening with the intent to respond instead of with the intent to understand. And it's taking an extra leap in reading meaning that isn't there. And it can lead to far greater misunderstandings or drama. I've done this a bunch of times, right? Here's another one. Somebody asks me, hey, do you happen to know where my keys are? And I respond with, I didn't touch your keys. Now, see, I'm just creating drama when I do that, right? And I try to recognize it in the moment. We need to learn to take what is said at face value to say what we mean and to mean what we say. Another example I could give you would be uh, you go out to eat and you ask the hostess, you know, hey, how long do you think we should expect to wait? And they immediately become visibly irritated with the question, as if wanting to know how long it will take is some sort of affront, right? Right. When you make assumptions, you're placing your interpretation of a speaker's words above the actual words themselves. Right? How long do you think we should expect to wait is a simple matter of fact question that begs a simple matter of fact answer. Oh, maybe 25 minutes. Right? Now, of course, you might be correct, even quite often, you might be correct in reading more into it. But it's just much easier to clarify instead of assume. So if you feel like a guest is asking that question because they're a little impatient, you might say, well, it might be about 25 minutes. Is that okay? And you're asking them, is that okay? You're asking a question to clarify. It's also vitally important to avoid assuming that others can tell how you feel, right? So we don't wanna assume we know how somebody else feels. But we also don't want to assume that others can know how we feel if we're not clear in our communication. How often do we create drama in our lives? Because we don't just simply communicate how we feel. The other day, I took my two kids to this park and the park has a tire swing. And typically at the end of playing on the play structures, we'll go to the tire swing. It's usually one of the last things that we do. So we were starting to wind down and my son Dominic says, hey, daddy, can we go on the tire swing? Immediately, this other little boy who was at the park runs to the tire swing and jumps on it. And he calls his sister over, hey, will you push me? Come on over here. And they start playing on the tire swing. And I could see my little guy, Dominic, getting upset. He became visibly upset that this other boy went to the tire swing. And what I told Dominic is I said, Dominic, go over there and ask, hey, is it okay if we get a turn? And he was a little afraid to do it. Eventually, his sister, Kiana, my daughter, she went over there and she asked for a turn. Now, Dominic couldn't expect the other boy to know how he felt without asking, without saying what that he wanted a turn and asking. And I also knew that the response would probably be positive if they asked for a turn. I wasn't entirely sure, but I figured that that's what would happen. And so, ultimately, my daughter went and asked. And as soon as she asked, hey, could we get a turn? The other boy just jumped off the tire swing and ran off. And so my kids got their turn on the tire swing. Part of making assumptions is this idea of clearly communicating what we want. Again, this avoids misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. Now, it's important to communicate clearly without ego and without too much emotion. Because imagine if my daughter had gone over there and said, could we please have a turn with that tone, right? Maybe even leaving out the word please, right? Hey, can we have a turn? If you communicate with emotion, when emotion comes into play, then any attempt to communicate is often viewed negatively. It's viewed as a form of judgment or a form of rejection, or even worse, it's viewed as an attack. And so we have to learn in communicating clearly to do so without ego, or emotion. And as receivers, taking communication at face value for the words that were said, not attaching meaning or making assumptions about what the person is thinking, taking communications at face value also serves to improve communication. And when people are doing this collectively, it trains everyone around them to be crystal clear, to say what they mean, and to mean what they say. So in doing this, we are training others and we're training ourselves on the art of clear communication. Now, I've got one other related point to this, which is never assume bad intentions when someone does or says something that bothers you. Never assume bad intentions when someone does or says something that bothers you. I can give you an example of where we all probably get this right. And the example would be you're walking through a crowded area, maybe it's exiting a stadium or walking through a packed airport or something like that, and you bump into somebody by mistake, right? Almost inevitably, almost invariably, both people will say, oh, excuse me, excuse me, sorry, 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 right? It's like they're trying to out-nice each other at that point. Nobody assumed any bad intention, no offense was taken, and people are able to communicate and move forward and handle that. I think about carrying that over to an example of if somebody like on a two-lane road changes lanes right in front of you and kind of cuts you off, right? This happens a lot, we've all done it, where we just didn't see the other car, right? You're like, oh, sorry, right? If you're the person in back, not assuming bad intentions, enables you to handle that situation much with more grace and just feel happier instead of getting pissed off, right? Assuming that they're being a jerk, right? Versus just that they didn't see you, right? And just think about how you could then take that further to other situations in life where a person is largely thinking about themselves and not about you, and so they say or do something that bothers or irritates you. But the intent almost always wasn't bad. It's just they were—they didn't see you, so to speak, like the, the car example. They weren't thinking of you. They were thinking of themselves and their own needs. We all do this all the time. And not assuming bad intentions helps us to handle that without adding drama or sadness to that situation. You guys, I love the four agreements, and I think they really build on each other. The first one is be impeccable with your word. And when you do what you say you'll do, it builds trust and credibility around you. The second one is don't take things personally. This opens the door for clear communication in both directions, right? Then don't make assumptions is the third. And then fourth is always do your best, which is a mentality that leads to a strong desire for growth and excellence. And I feel like that just cycles back around and sets you on an upward spiral. They all tie together really nicely. So in wrapping this up, I would just say, try to catch yourself in moments when you're making an assumption. Maybe even ask others to help you notice so that they can help you, you can help them. Maybe the code word assumption could be a trigger to remind you both to take time to clarify or create a different code word if that's better. We learned recently in a message from my colleague Jamison Jones about Messiah University and their soccer program and just some of the ways that they've developed such a great program out there, both in men's and women's soccer in their division. And one of the principles that they shared was: we mean no offense and we take no offense with each other. So when communicating clearly with each other, they mean no offense and no offense is taken, and that enables a two-way street of feedback to enable people to improve much more quickly. What a great way to operate and just with a growth mindset and an openness to feedback and to collaborative learning. I really want to recommend the Four Agreements book. I spoke about it with a little bit more detail than this in episode number 205. I would encourage you to check that one out. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode today, I'd love to hear from you about it. So tell me what you thought about some of these quick ideas today. And if you've ever gotten any value from any episode of this podcast, please take a moment right now to give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Those sorts of things help with the visibility of the podcast. And they do make a difference in getting the message out that we are striving to get out. And please share this publicly and privately with the people in your life. I hope this was all helpful today and I wish you all success and fulfillment. Thanks for listening. If you got value from today's episode, please share it with others and consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player. Subscribing to the podcast is free and ensures that future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. For access to guest bios, show notes, and other resources, visit changinglivespodcast.com. You can sign up there to receive valuable resources for free from people featured on the podcast. And to support our podcast sponsors, visit changinglivespodcast.com slash deals. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives.